Hey everyone, it's Michelle. And Arlo. And this is Spooky Shit. You can tell both of us just want to laugh because we're like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> uh, new week, new name. <laughs> <laughs> Until I find one. Until like. Arlo decides on a name. How you feeling about Arlo so far? Weird? Better than Andy? Way better than Andy. Andy is Andy's not on the list. <laughs> That's how yeah, Andy no. went. That, that was booted off real quick. <laughs> Literally. I need to like <laughs> write down Arlo so I don't get confused because now I was thinking it was Andy. So I need to catch up. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we're going to be telling you guys some stories, some creepy campfire stories this week. And... We're not going to say the names of them because we are literally saying like nine stories. Warning. This episode may contain graphic details. Listener discretion is advised. But Arlo is going to be starting. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you, I kind of handed it to you, but there's no titles to say because we're not saying them. (laughs) But But first, how are you doing? God damn it. I was just going to ask you. (laughs) Um, very good, actually. So I've been doing a lot of streaming on my other game. I say other. This isn't a game. This is. (laughs) 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 I talk about like true crime. I'm like, what a fun game. (laughs) But yeah, I've just been doing a lot of streaming and it's been very fun because people have actually been like talking to me. And I did, this is going to mean nothing to anyone. I did some uh, raids last night. You guys, is crazy. This is some in-game content. Three of the people that watched our stream did it with me. And they just like carried me to the end, basically. Because I barely even read about it. We were all on Discord talking. And it was so awkward because I was just like quiet. And I was like, so what should I do now? (laughs) But it was cool. I did it. And uh, other than that, I got my fourth neighbor's picture. Can you believe it? I'm averaging like one a week. <laughs> that's actually, that's the fastest I've heard. I know. Anybody. Yeah. I mean, I had to own the game for two months before this started. But <laughs> <laughs> now it's really, it's really taken off. <laughs> um, that's good, right? Yeah. Other than that, I oof just been playing video games, huh? I don't think I have any real life shit going on. <laughs> um, it's Robert's birthday this weekend, and I heard, yeah, he's gonna be the big two seven. Oof! Do you think that that's late twenties or mid twenties still, or is it mid too late? Um, <laughs> <laughs> mid too late. Oh my god! Old no. man Rover over here. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell him that. No. He knows. He knows he's going to be a senior citizen in a couple days. (laughs) But I was, like, trying to get him to go to Disneyland. I was like, oh, I could buy us Disneyland tickets for your birthday. And he's like, no, I don't want to spend money. And I realized I was just asking for me, not actually for his birthday. (laughs) You're like, come on, please. I think it would be fun for us. Us. Both of us. Yes. Maybe we could split it. I mean, no, I'll pay for it. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so I don't even know what we're going to do for that. I haven't even got him a present, which he knows. He he only just told me what he wanted, like, two days ago. And he didn't even seem that excited. He was like, I guess he could just give me a hat in a different color. And I was like, 
Yeah, all right. Okay. It's a hat. But he's picky about his hats. It's not even like you, Arlo, where you yeah. <laughs> you can see me just literally checking my notes. <laughs> yeah, you. I saw you look down. <laughs> <laughs> I deadass almost said Andy because I was... Oh. I'm editing... Okay, I'm editing last week's episode, so I'm, like, listening to myself before this saying Andy and stuff. So, throwback to last week. But, uh, yeah, he's not like you, where he wears, like, a bunch of cool hats. He's so fucking picky about his hats. He buys, like, only Patagonia, only a specific shape. So, it's literally this hat in a different color, if I get it. Mm. And he's trying to be all, like eco-friendly so doesn't want me to just buy random shit that we're not going to use which i guess makes sense but (laughs) (laughs) but yeah um that's all that's going on with me how have you been arlo i've been good actually this past weekend i went to a concert oh yeah Um, with the girl from elementary school yeah so she she ended up saying that we couldn't carpool because uh, she was gonna like stay down there in San Diego. Okay. Um, but yeah, I just had a letter drop me off because I didn't want to deal with parking or none of that. God and, no. <laughs> yeah, I ended up going by myself because my mom couldn't go after all, and like Alaris didn't really want to go. I love that Alaris didn't want to go to the concert so bad that she willingly drove you like thirty miles just to drop you off yeah. and then leave. That's how much she didn't want to stay for this concert. Exactly. <laughs> that is brutal. Yeah. I mean, it's not even that. Like, usually she goes to concerts. She's, like, she's gone to see this other rapper I like, Fora. Mm-hmm. She's gone to see him, and she doesn't really like him. She only, like, knows, like, one song. Oh, um, yeah. But she usually still goes with me just, you know, just to go and, like... But we're just really trying to save as much money for Disney World, so... She was like, nah, you know, you really want to go, so just go by yourself. And <laughs> But yeah, it was cool. It was funny, though, because she was dropping me off. It was at the Babo Theater in um, downtown San Diego. Oh, yeah. God, I would have hated if I'm parking there. Yeah, it's just brutal. But it was funny because she was dropping me off, and there was, like, a group of people. Like You could tell they're, like... They were like dressed like in the Chicano style and just oh, like she was like, nice. "Hey, it's your people. They're probably going to the concert." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, gee, you're probably right." And um, <laughs> but yeah, they started walking away, and then um, I got off and started walking towards um, the entrance. And sure enough, like I caught up to the group, and they were like, "Hey, hey, you going to the concert?" And I was like, "Yeah." I was like, she was like, "I'm so excited," and I was like, oh. "Me." She was like. She was like, me too, girl. And then I... <laughs> You're like, <"Hey>, yeah. yikes. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> okay. But she was like, are you Did you? Are you going alone? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, damn. She was like, kick it with us. And then oh, I was shit. like, okay, cool. And like they were offering me drinks and stuff because they had... um, What's it called? Like, do they have like drink passes? Like for free drinks or some shit? No, no, no. I mean, like, they literally had, like, a little bottle of Hennessy. Oh, they shit. had, like, Okay, they drinks. brought their own stuff. <laughs> yeah, they brought their oh. own stuff. And I forgot wow. the brand. But it's, oh, like, I don't know. the... Alcohol. It's a white can. White claw? No, no, no. It's a white oh. can. And then it has, like, color... LaCroix? Depending on the flavor. Is it LaCroix? No. It's... It's, like, um... Like, I know they have different flavors, like vodka mule or some shit like that. 
Uh, yeah, I have no idea. Or Riki Tiki. I don't know, but it's a pretty big. <laughs> yeah, that's it's a how... pretty big alcohol brand. I've seen it I... before at Target. I guess that it was before I stopped drinking, or like after I stopped drinking that they came out of this, because I don't fucking remember this. <laughs> I'm looking it up. I was on that pinnacle whipped cream life. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. Oh, it's the cut water. I've never even heard of that before. I don't know why really? I was guessing. No. I'd probably recognize the container. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Actually, that does look familiar. Yeah. Well, they had a bunch of those, and they were like, you want some? And I was like, nah, I don't really. It was funny, because they were offering me stuff, and then they were like, uh -huh. wait, how old are you? I was <laughs> like, I'm about to be 24. And they were like, oh, okay. <laughs> But yeah, they were just like, kick it with us. And then I was like, for sure. And oh, they were cool. like, where are you sitting? And I was like, in orchestra, which is kind of like, not super close, but it's like in the middle. Okay. And they were like, we're all the way up in the balcony, which is like the way back. Oh, damn. So, I mean, I hung out with them for a little bit. And then we went to the restroom and like, they were having me take pictures with them. And <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they were like, come in, come in on our picture. But I, oh, actually, before we went in, we were approached by some cameramen and they were like, hey, we work for MC Magic and um, like we're doing a video of for him for like of his fans. And they were like, you guys want to say anything? And they were they were already kind of like drunk and like crossfaded. Yeah. And they were like, yeah. And they were like, what do we say? Should we sing or like what? Should we sing? <laughs> Like there, it was just well, it was a it was a pretty big group of us. Yeah. Um. But in the end, we all we said was like, "We love you, MC Magic from SD." Oh. And yeah. And That's then so um, cool. it was cool. Um. I, and then we went our separate ways because they were going up to the balcony, and then I was like. Going to your good seat. You know, yeah, I was like, I, I, I would like to hang out with you guys, but like my seat's closer, so I'd rather yeah. just go sit by myself. You're like, I already paid for this, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, mm -hmm, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I sat in my seat, and they took forever to start, and um, <laughs> I was literally by myself in the row. Oh my like, gosh. I don't know, there's no, there was nobody around That's me. That's so weird. Um... And then the my elementary school friend, uh -huh. she had messaged me and she was like, hey, like, because she was actually sitting in the front row. Whoa. And she was like, hey, come up here. Like, there's there's some seats open and like nobody's come yet. <gasps> and it was like um, it was supposed to start at 730, but it started like around eight. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I'm chicken. Like, <laughs> and <laughs> then she started calling. Too. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm kind of scared though. And she was like, chicken. And I was like, I am though. <laughs> she like, was I'm calling me out. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I really am though. And then, and then some time passed, and like some of the open an opener came out. And then she told me again. She was like, come. She was like, some other people just came and sat up here. And I know for a fact that like they didn't pay. And I was like, I'm still too scared. <laughs> I mean, if you got caught, you could just been like, I'm just saying hi to my friend and then I'm going to leave. Yeah, <laughs> true. Um, but she told me, she was like, my girlfriend just went to the bathroom. When you see her like coming back, just like walk with, with her. Yes. I was like, well, because they, they weren't even like checking to see your tickets. You know how usually okay. it's. 
the front is like blocked off and you have to show them your ticket before you go sit down i didn't know that but damn holy oh shit. usually like like when you have floor seats at other concerts like usually Whoa. they don't let anybody go down there unless you have like a ticket i didn't even or like know a wristband that's intense <laughs> usually usually that's but the not case, here but not not this time hey um but yeah, I didn't want to just get up from my seat and like start walking down. I was like, that's super obvious. Yeah. So I just I just got up and like went outside, and then I saw her girlfriend. I was like, I was like shaking because I was literally scared. I was like fucking chicken. Oh my and god. I saw her and I was like, hey, like, can I walk with you? And I was like all nervous and shit. And she was like, yeah, come on, like I got you. Aww. And she was like, I told her to text you and like tell you to come over here and yeah and so i got to see it from the front oh my god well it was awesome it was awesome like it was i'm like so glad i went (laughs) i did see some of it on your snapchat story arlo posted like five minutes of this concert (laughs) (laughs) i was i didn't know what it was gonna be because i forgot you were going to the concert so i was like listening to a podcast on my phone clicking through your story <laughs> and it was just like everything blaring in my ears and i just kept trying to go and i was like it's so long no yeah it was like half an hour long i, I did post a lot oh, my so phone funny. was at like 10 percent by the end of the oh night my god <laughs> but it was so much fun it was cool because i've literally been listening to them since like early like late elementary early middle school <gasps> Oh my gosh. Is this the first time so, you've ever seen them in concert? Yeah, it's the first. Ah! I've been actually wanting to see them because, you know, they're getting older. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you know, I'm scared that I was never going to be able to see them. And then, like, COVID and just every other time, like, they were performing, mm-hmm. like, I just couldn't go. And so I'm, like, really happy I got to see them. It Yay! was so much fun. I'm so glad. <laughs> but yeah, actually, there was, like, a lot of people. Like, I've, or um, performers. Oh, like opening acts or like? Yeah, there was like three opening acts and then like, it was so many people. Oh, so it was shit. this girl, Bella the Rapper and J-Rocks. Um, they're under MC Magic's like label. Oh, like, They're okay. up and coming. Yeah. They're really good. Um, J-Rocks, she actually kind of reminds me of Selena. Oh, cool. So I'm like, that's... And she's she has a really pretty voice. And then Bella yeah. the Rapper is more like... You know, she's more rap. A rapper. <laughs> yeah, she's I'd a rapper. Imagine. So she's like... <laughs> but she's hardcore too. I was like, damn. Oh, sweet. And then they like... There was this other group called Sacred Souls. I've never heard of them. But it was mm-hmm. kind of like the oldie vibes. Oh, nice. Um, They were actually pretty good too. And then we saw Little Rob, which that's who I was most excited Little for. Little Rob, like Robert? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's Little Roberto. <laughs> but yeah, Little Rob. And then we saw this guy named Baby Bash. You've probably heard. Maybe I've heard of Baby heard Bash. Song. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. How the have wall- I heard of that? Yeah, Baby Bash. And then also Frankie J came out. Wait, I recognize that too. Yeah. Why do I recognize these people? What are they from? Because they have, they had, um, you probably recognize uh, the song, um, Sugar Sugar. Oh my god, no, I know exactly what you're talking about now. Yeah? Ah, shit, really? Sugar Sugar. Okay, I know, 100%, yes. Yep, yep, (laughs) yep. But they both came out, because I guess Frankie J was like, they were celebrating his bachelor. Oh. Bachelor night or some shit, bachelor party. And Baby Batch and him are like brothers. 
Aww. well not literally but like you know what i mean spiritual um yeah so he <laughs> we we didn't expect that because they were like the dj was like teasing us he's like frankie j may or may not be here okay <laughs> and we were like ah and then mc magic came out and he was obviously the headliner but yeah but yeah, I knew was... I knew the other two. <laughs> yeah, you knew the other two. Did they perform that song too? Yeah, they did. Oh my god, of course they did. It's probably their number one song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they also played another song that like from I think Frankie J's new album. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty good too. Oh. I was cool. like, oh fuck, we got a little like teaser. Dude, there's so many people that were performing there. What yeah. the fuck? It's it like was, a music festival. It was like seven artists. It was literally like three hours long. <gasps> That's so cool. Yeah, I it was it was fun. I'm glad that you enjoyed yourself. I, I definitely did. And I then did. I was <laughs> I sorry. <did. laughs> no, I was just gonna say that that video that they took of us, mm-hmm. um, the like the cameraman, they posted it on MC Magic's instagram but but i'm like i was so upset laris was like making fun of me because i was like literally waiting throughout the whole video and i was like how are we gonna come out we're gonna come out and we didn't come out but they played like the audio of us (gasps) at the end they played like our voices i was like no freaking way (laughs) what kind of disrespect is this I love that they kept your voices. Maybe yeah, they kept they kept our voices. Uh, maybe I don't know, but uh, I was like, so fucked up. I was low key upset because I was like, God damn it! It was such a good line though that they're like, well, we have to keep the audio. Yeah, I mean, it was it did sound good, (laughs) but that's how they ended the video was just with our audio. Oh my god, I'll have to look at that video. Damn, that's brutal. But yeah, it was fun. A lot of girls were wild and a few of them, oh, like a sure. bunch of them got up on stage. I was going to ask you about this. Whenever I <laughs> just almost kept interrupting you, it's because I saw that on your Snapchat story and I had questions. What was happening here? <laughs> well, um, once Little Rob came out, that's kind of when everyone started getting rowdy. And You know how it is when Little Rob comes out. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> Um, but basically in the Balboa Theater, it's like a bunch of like seats, like a theater. Yes. And then like in the front row where we were, it's kind of like a mini wall. Okay. And then like more chairs in front of the wall, but they're like, they're not screwed to the ground. Like they're like just, you know, you can like move them. Yeah. So we were right there behind the wall. And once little Dude. Rob came out, all of a sudden there was a girl next to me. The girl with the yellow shirt on my snap. Oh my god. And I was like, um, okay, whatever. Like I was just enjoying myself. And then she was like I had actually talked to her earlier because I when I was sitting down, I felt something cold on my back and I was like, What the fuck? And I turned around and she was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> and she was like, I spilled it all over myself and she literally had like a big old stain on her Stop! on her shirt. And she was, was she like, I'm really so sorry. Up? Not like super fucked up, but like, you know, obviously. Fucked up enough. <laughs> yeah, fucked up enough. Like, she wasn't like trashed, but she was, you know, having fun. On the way and I was like, I was like, well, no, you're good. And then she like even like did some shit. I was like, uh. Because <laughs> she like grabbed her chest and was going like that. She was squeezing her boob. Yeah, she was Why? squeezing her boob. And like, her boob was kind of in my face. And I was like, uh. 
can you please leave, ma'am? Because <laughs> she was like, hey, hey. Like, I don't even remember what she said. And I just turned around. I was so like, weird. that's You're weird. Like, I'm married. Please go away. Yeah. But, yeah, so she ended up next to me, and she she was, like, she kept telling me, she's, she's like, should I go up there? And that's when, like, no. Baby Bash came out and stuff. And then I was, like, nah, bruh. Like, I, it's because, like, you she meant no. a little. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I say yes, because I'm a bad okay. influence. <laughs> but it's just, like, a mini wall, and she was, like, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And then her friends no. were, like, on the road behind us. Uh-huh. And they were like, don't encourage her. And I was like, I'm sorry. Like, do it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, do it, do it. You won't get kicked. She's like, do you think I would get kicked out? And I was like, I don't think so. They'll just tell you to get off. Oh, my God. And yeah, she got up there and she danced. And then she got down because the security guard was like, you know, get down. Yeah. And she got up there again and was dancing. And then all of a sudden, like. You know, I was recording Baby Bash, and then all of a sudden, I just see her walk across the stage, and I was like, yo, (laughs) yo, I I was literally like, what the fuck? Because, like, she was, like, so slick about it. Like, I didn't even see her until she was already, like, on stage. And then I was like, what the hell? It was security was slacking. (laughs) He was. No, he really was. It was funny though because we were like staring at him because he had already kind of walked by us a few times to like control the aisle because girls in the aisle were like they were basically like um, trying to keep the aisle clear and a bunch of people were like fill it up. So he was like kept like cutting in front of us to go to the aisle and be like, you know, keep this clear. If there's a fire, Um, you guys will die. Please. Yeah, basically. And so he was like, <laughs> he was like already kind of familiar with us, and we were like kind of cool with him, and we were yeah. like staring at him, me and um, my friend's girlfriend. Uh, we were just like staring at him, and we we're like, bruh. And then he turned around, and he was like, his face, like he was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I saw in the video that was it Baby Bash that she went up to? Who was it she went up to? Mm-hmm. Baby Bash yeah. and then the other guy. Yeah, who was talking to her? One of the performers was talking to her. Oh yeah, was that a were. different girl? I don't know how many Actually, girls. I don't know because a, a few girls went up, but they they did see her when she was dancing on the mini wall. They were like, "Yeah, she's going hard!" Like they were staring at her. I think they did talk to her, but I don't remember. Okay, because I saw one. I don't know who it was, but they were like, whoever the performance was was like. What's your name? And she was they held the microphone on. She was just like singing or something. And they're oh, like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, that was later on. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. How did people keep getting up there? What was there was there was literally a bunch of girls. You're like, no, that was, was a that different girl. person. <laughs> no, it was a different person. But it, she was oh, like girl. with with the girl. Oh, okay. Um, they were like cousins or something, because she told me. She's like, that's my cousin. <laughs> and I was like, okay. That is so fucking funny. But yeah, they they were like all kind of tipsy and they were like talking to me and then um, one of the, I don't know, she was like, sorry guys, because after they made her get down, she was like, sorry guys, I'm a Leo, I had to. And then I, started, I just started What laughing. a Leo. <laughs> yeah, what a Leo thing to do. And they were like, what's your sign? And I was like, I'm a, sa- I'm a saggy tits. <laughs> Stop it. Sagittarius. Ew. So Ted Bundy then, was also saggy tits. God damn it! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But yeah, then one of the girls, she was like, are you a cheater? And I was like, what? No, I'm actually loyal as fuck. I'm married yeah. and like loyal as fuck. And You're she almost was like, like a Taurus. I mean, I don't know. I'm a Taurus. And then, so. oh. <laughs> but I'm like loyal as fuck. And she was like, this is my man. Like, cheated on me and he's a Sagittarius. And I was yeah. like, well, you just got a trash man, bro. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't speak for all of you, saggy tits. Yeah. <laughs> Don't put us in a box. We different. I know. Just like you're not Ted Bundy, hopefully. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, I was like dying laughing whenever it was that girl. And they're like, what's your name? And she's like, ah. And I was like, oh, please, God, no. This is the worst. <laughs> it was so funny, though. <laughs> Security oh, like straight up like- grabbed her, too. And I was like, ooh, okay. <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure if I recorded it, but he was, like, giving away, like, um, makeup palettes and, like, a little, what? like, yeah, he, like, made his own little line. Oh, that's so cool. But it was funny because he was, like, I'll give this to whoever answers this question, right? And he was, like, where was I born? <laughs> like, <laughs> and this girl, like, he, there was, like, three people that tried and, like, they were, like, he was, like, nah, bro. <laughs> and there was this girl. And he was like, because her friend was like carrying her and they were like jumping. So, I mean, obviously that stands out. Yeah. And he was like, what's your name? And she's like, Leslie. And he was like, so where was I born? And she was like, excuse me? Like, she just, <laughs> she just like, she it's because she was like hella drunk already. And he was like, where was I born? And he, she was like, huh? Like, just like, like, I don't know. Why? And he, he was like, ah, whatever. And it was funny because somebody was like, the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> and then he started laughing. That's so fucking funny. No one knows. Yeah. I mean, he was did, born in Mexico. I was like, did he ever tell anyone? Because now no, I'm yeah, curious. Yeah. No, some, someone guessed it. He was born oh. in Mexico. But he like grew up or like went to Arizona. And that's like where he grew up. Oh, that's probably where everyone was guessing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's fucking funny. That girl doesn't even know what's going on. She's just yeah. being like, hi. She was just <laughs> wild. She really was. Like, she oh, was no. like, well, because there was like two security guards right there, like blocking yeah. the aisle. Because um, a lot of girls had jumped the wall and were out like all in the front right there. Bro, and then I, I stayed have, where like, I was. Shit. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I stay where I was though, cause I was scared. Like if they were gonna kick him out, like I would yeah. still be safe in my seat. And I was like, <laughs> I'm close enough to enjoy it. Like I don't need to be right there. Yeah, just watch the drama and not be involved. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, that girl was like hella wild, and she started twerking on the security guard. Stop! I yeah, can't. it was funny because I was up. Um, my friend's girlfriend was right next to me so we were just like staring at him and he was like trying not to smile because obviously he was enjoying it but it was, <laughs> it was fucking funny. hilarious I'm sure yeah, it was funny <laughs> we we me and her girlfriend definitely like had fun watching people just because it was oh, funny oh my god I bet it sounds yeah. great <laughs> there was also a lady that was sitting next to them and she honestly just went to see sacred souls because I guess they're from wherever she's from. Like, they're uh-huh. from there. And, yeah, she was a little crazy because she was like, I'm coked out. <gasps> oh, cool. <laughs> we were like, uh, okay. I, too, get coked out to see Sacred Souls. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, she was really nice, but she was just, like, very, like, ah, you know? Coked out. <laughs> she was very coked out. 
That is so fucking funny. I feel like Coke wouldn't even be a good concert drug. Wouldn't you want to be like Molly or something? I don't know. I don't do any drugs. <laughs> and I was like, I won't divulge what I do or don't know about party drugs. But <laughs> I don't know I just, past me. But uh, I don't think Coke is a... I mean, maybe. Shit. Maybe. I don't know. Because just because I know how I am when I drink. Maybe like one drink because I do loosen up. Mm-hmm. But like Then you smoking... would have been scared to get up front. If you would have drank. Mm-hmm. That's very true. <laughs> that liquid courage. Yep. And then when I get high, I just get kind of slow. Mm-hmm. And like stupid. Oh, I smoke. <laughs> I smoked last week for the first time in a long time. What? Yeah, because in my therapy workbook, it was like talking about doing exposure therapy, and all of my exposure therapy would be like fucking flying and stuff. So I was like, well, I guess I could try smoking. That's made me feel anxious before. Now I was just chilling, doing a puzzle. And Robert what? was like, "Yeah, it was fine. I didn't freak out or anything." <laughs> That's good. Yeah, Robert was streaming, and I was like talking to somebody on the stream, like typing. And then they, like, tried to explain something to me that was long. And I was like, oh, I think I am high because I really don't want to read this right now. And I just, like, walked away. And I was like, Robert, <laughs> tell them I left. <laughs> I wasn't, like, That's mega funny. high or anything. But it was enough for me to be like, ooh, all right. I'm going to go enjoy yeah, my puzzle. Like, nah. Yeah, I was vibing. <laughs> Let's say funny. that. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, I'm a huge stoner now. <laughs> gets high once is a huge stoner gets a tattoo <laughs> marijuana leaf on my neck <laughs> <laughs> you're not down we'll see we'll see <laughs> did you have any more stories to share before we start our other stories our less um, wholesome stories i should say oh <laughs> uh, i did have something else i wanted to say but i honestly forgot god damn it i'm sorry arlo ha <laughs> um but yeah it was pretty eventful (laughs) it fucking sounds like it i can't believe that that many people went on stage to where we were talking about two different people (laughs) when discussing this yeah at one point there was like literally they were literally like there was literally like five girls up at one time and then even even mc magic he was like yo where's the security at (laughs) yeah why is the security there so ass it sounds like they were like understaffed or something (laughs) I'm like, what if, somebody, what if somebody is going up there because they have, like, a weapon or something? And security's just true. like, eh. That's very true. I know, that's but why yeah, that's It, it was funny thinking. because when the last girl came up or went up, um, you could t- it was the manager of the security guards, and he was, like, fed up. And he literally, like, threw her off stage. Oh, my God. Like, he was rough with her. I was like, damn, bro. Like, I know she shouldn't do that, but, like, don't throw her. Yeah. Is that the okay? So the girl that I saw that was singing instead of saying her name, she just kind of like grabbed harshly, looking a little too. Was that her? or Was that someone else? I think it was her. Was she wearing like a black shirt and khakis? Oh, that doesn't sound familiar. No. Oh, dang, bro! How many people were going up on this fucking <laughs> stage? I don't. I mean, know. it could have been. I could be remembering incorrectly. But I thought she was wearing something like colorful. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's still fucking hilarious, though. Yeah, oh, was, my God. It was fun as fuck. Oh, I know what I wanted to mention. Okay. I know this is coming out later, but today is Mexican Independence Day. Woo! Happy Mexican Independence Day. Woo! Viva Two- Mexico, cabrones! <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks ago. <laughs> Two weeks ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, this comes out in two weeks. 
something like that and i was like not for a minute (laughs) when when you guys are listening to this i'm gonna be at disney world (laughs) oh my gosh wait when do you leave the 22nd no 24th yeah 24th yeah it's coming out the 26th you're gonna be at disney (laughs) Disney world i'm gonna be in orlando this i think we're we're not going to like the parks until monday i mean smart it's gonna be less empty or more empty (laughs) Less, Less empty. empty. Yep. Oh my god, I'm so excited to see everything. <laughs> Please feel free to post on our Instagram because <laughs> I'm fine with that. We'll see how many people can unfollow us in one day. I'll just post it on my story and you can watch it. Fine. If anything looks creepy, I'll share it. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that's fucking crazy that you're going so soon. Most important question of all, are you gonna shave your head? Uh, actually i i don't know i haven't decided you haven't decided well i haven't i don't know if i want to do like a complete buzz cut or like Uh more like a crew cut okay have you spoken it's kind of like to a i have have not (laughs) oh no (laughs) stay tuned (laughs) stay tuned for that argument (laughs) Uh, i'm scared to tell her like i'd rather just do it you know Yes, like we said, it's easier to ask for better. forgiveness and permission. Yes, yes exactly. It's not better, that's for sure, but it is easier. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm excited to see the big hair reveal next week. <laughs> <laughs> to hear how Alaris handled it. Jeez. Do you think there's any chance you'll just barely cut it at all, like not shave it? Or you're for sure going to do something? No, I'm for sure. Like, <gasps> at least the crew cut. The crew cut's yeah. like... It's like kind of like the military. That's mm-hmm. what they do. Yeah. Pretty short. Ooh, she's gonna be mad. Probably. I'm surprised it's she cause... hasn't heard you talking about it in this room. Like she hasn't walked by and heard it. Oh, I'd be true. like, it's because dropping. It's because usually she hangs out downstairs and oh I'm yeah, upstairs in the room. Okay, now that makes more sense than what I'd be doing, like listening at the door <laughs> for any gossip. Did. Yeah, she just likes my hair when it's longer because she likes to, like, play with it and, like, grab it. Yeah. And then the, I mean, the crew cut, you just get, like, a little bit. <laughs> just, like, with a few fingers. centimeters grab it yeah, <laughs> in between your fingers. Hey. It, could, it could work. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, shall we get to our spooky stories? Probably, because I right. see that it's getting to like 40 minutes and we haven't said one story. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. We'll, depending how long this goes, maybe I'll edit some out. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, maybe. All right. Uh, take it off, Arlo. So this one is titled Ghost Handprints. My wife, Jill, and I were driving home from a friend's party late one evening in early May. It was a beautiful night with the full moon. We were laughing and discussing the party when the engine started to cough and the emergency light went on. We had just reached the railroad crossing where Villa Main Road becomes Shane Road. According to local legend, this was the place where a school bus full of children had stalled on the tracks. Everyone on board the bus had been killed by an oncoming freight train. Oh, fuck. The ghosts of the children were reported to haunt this intersection and were said to protect people from danger. 
another good ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Not wanting a repeat of the train crash, I hit the gas pedal trying to get our car safely across the tracks before it broke down completely. But the damn car wouldn't cooperate. It stalled dead center on the railroad tracks. As if that weren't enough, the railroad signal started flashing and a bright light appeared a little ways down the track. This is when you jump out of the car and run away. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I turned the key and hit the gas pedal, trying to get the car started. Hurry up, Jim. The train's coming, my wife urged as if I didn't hear the whistling blowing. (laughs) (laughs) A warning. I broke out into a sweat and tried the engine again. Nothing. We have to get out, I shouted to my wife, reaching for the door handle. I can't, Jill shouted desperately. She was struggling with her seatbelt. We'd been having trouble with it recently. She'd been stuck more than once, and I had to help her get it undone. I threw myself across the stick shift and fought with the seatbelt. My hands were shaking and sweat poured down my body as I felt the rumble of the approaching train. It had seen us and was whistling sharply. I risked a quick glance over my shoulder. The engineer was trying to slow down, but he was too close to stop before he hit us. I redoubled my efforts. Suddenly, the car was given a sharp shove from behind. Joe and I both gasped as I fell into her lap as the car started to roll forward, slowly at first, then gaining speed. The back end cleared the tracks just a second before the train roared past. As the car rolled to a stop on the far side of the tracks, the engineer stuck his head out the window of the engine and waved his fist at us, doubtless shouting something nasty at us for scaring him. (laughs) That was close, Jill gasped as I struggled upright. How did you get the car moving? I didn't. I said, someone must have helped us. I jumped out the door of the driver's side of the car and ran back to the tracks to thank our rescuer. In the bright moonlight, I searched the area, looking for the person who had pushed our car out of the path of the train. There was no one there. Mm. I called out several times, but no one answered. After a few minutes' struggle with her seatbelt, Jill finally freed herself and joined me. Where is he? seatbelt, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Literally gonna be the death of her. Where is he? She asked. There is no one here, I replied, puzzled. Maybe he's just shy about being thanked, Jill said. She raised her voice. Thank you, whoever you are, she called. The wind picked up a little, swirling around us, patting our hair and our shoulders like a soft touch of a child's hand. I shivered and hugged my wife tightly to me. We had almost died tonight, and I was grateful to be alive. Yes, thank you, I repeated loudly to our mystery rescuer. As we turned back to our stalled vehicle, I pulled out my cell phone, ready to call for a tow truck. Beside me, Jill stopped suddenly, staring at the back of our car. Jim, look, she gasped. I stared at our vehicle, scattered in several paces, places across the back of our car were several glowing handprints. 
there were small handprints, the kind that adorned the walls of an elementary school all over the county. I started shaking as I realized the truth. Our car had been pushed off the tracks by the ghost of the school children killed at this location. Oh my gosh. The wind swept around us again, and I thought I heard an echo of childish voices whispering, You're welcome, as it patted our shoulders and arms. <sighs> then the wind died down, and the handprints faded from the back of the car. Joe and I clung together for a moment in terror and delight. Finally, I released her, and she got into the car while I called the local garage to come and give us a tow home. Oh, it's like I knew where it was going as soon as you said they <laughs> felt a shove. But as soon as you're describing the little handprints, I still got little goosebumps. <laughs> I was like, it's, like, it's, it's, like, it's like spooky but cute. It's like a wholesome, scary, sad story. Yeah. At first, I was just going to say wholesome and cute. And then I was like, the children died before. So it's a little sad, too. <laughs> was kind of it's a real like urban legend i was like maybe i should talk about it later oh shit you totally should <gasps> that's so cool okay that makes it more sad Ooh. Yeah. okay let's definitely talk about that later all right back to you so my story is called harold and i'm gonna be honest with you it's from the scary stories series remember <laughs> those mm-hmm uh, two of my stories are actually from there. Not on purpose. This one was just so good I had to do it. And the other one I really wanted to share because I've remembered it since I was like 12. But yeah, I'll start out with Harold. When it got hot in the valley, Thomas and Alfred drove their cows up to a cool green pasture in the mountains to graze. Usually they stayed there with the cows for two months. Then they brought them down to the valley again. The work was easy enough, but oh, it was boring. All day, the two men tended their cows. At night, they went back to the tiny hut where they lived. They ate supper and worked in the garden and went to sleep. It was always the same. Then Thomas had an idea that changed everything. Let's make a doll the size of a man, he said. It'd be fun to make and we could put in the garden to scare the birds. It should look like Harold, Alfred said. Harold was a farmer they both hated. They made a doll out of old sacks stuffed with straw. They gave it a pointy nose like Harold's and tiny eyes like his. Then they added dark hair and a twisted frown. Of course, they also gave it Harold's name. When they were feeling playful, they would talk to him. One of them might say, How are the vegetables growing today, Harold? Then the other, making believe he was Harold, would answer in a crazy voice, Very slowly. They would both laugh, but not Harold. Whenever something went wrong, they took it out on Harold. They would curse at him, even kick or punch him. Sometimes one of them would take the food they were eating, which they were both sick of, and smear it on the doll's face. How do you like that stew, Harold? He would ask. Well, you better eat it, or else. Then the two men would howl with laughter. One night, after Thomas had wiped Harold's face with food, Harold grunted. Did you hear that? Alfred asked. It was Harold, Thomas said. I was watching him when it happened. I can't believe it. How could he grunt? Alfred asked. He's just a sack of straw. It's not possible. Let's throw him in the fire, Thomas said, and that'll be that. Let's not do anything stupid, said Alfred. We don't know what's going on. When we move the cows down, we'll leave him behind. For now, let's just keep an eye on him. So they left Harold sitting in the corner of the hut. They didn't talk to him or take him outside anymore. Now and then, the doll grunted, but that was all. After a few days, they decided there was nothing to be afraid of. Maybe a mouse or some insects had gotten inside Harold and were making these sounds. 
So Thomas and Alfred went back to their old ways. Each morning, they put Harold out in the garden, and each night, they brought him back into the hut. When they felt playful, they joked with him. When they felt mean, they treated him as badly as ever. Then one night, Alfred noticed something that frightened him. Harold is growing, he said. I was thinking the same thing, Thomas said. Maybe it's our imagination, Alfred replied. We've been up here on this mountain for too long. The next morning, while they were eating, Harold stood up and walked out of the hut. He climbed up on the roof and trotted back and forth like a horse on its hind legs. All day and all night, he trotted like that. In the morning, Harold climbed down and stood in a far corner of the pasture. The men had no idea what to do next. They were afraid. They decided to take the cows down into the valley that same day. When they left, Harold was nowhere in sight. They felt as if they'd escaped a great danger and began joking and singing. But when they had gone only a mile or two, they realized that they had forgotten to bring the milking stools. Neither one wanted to go back for them, but the stools would cost a lot to replace. There really is nothing to be afraid of, they told one another. After all, what could a doll do? They drew straws to see which one would go back. It was Thomas. I'll catch up with you, he said, and Alfred walked towards the valley. When Alfred came to a rise in the path, he looked back for Thomas, but he didn't see him anywhere. He did see Harold, though. The doll was up on the roof of the hut again. As Alfred watched, Harold kneeled and stretched out a bloody skin to dry in the sun. The end. (laughs) That's Harold. (laughs) Oh my god. At first, I was just like, all right, normal creepy. And then the last sentence is like, oh, oh, okay. That's where it gets you. That's where it gets you, yeah. Uh, so that I, I was kind of sad that yours was so wholesome because mine is the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't think I ever read that story whenever I read the book when I was little. Did you like those yeah. books? I fucking loved I them. I honestly didn't really read them. <gasps> really? Yeah. I think it was me setting myself up for this podcast in the future. I fucking loved that shit. <laughs> I think I only read one of the Goosebumps. Oh, I loved Goosebumps too. Actually, it wasn't even like... I don't remember what it, it was something photograph and it was like a picture of like skeletons in a Polaroid. Oh, I don't, I don't remember that one. But I, I don't know why I really love that book. I don't even remember anything <laughs> that happened in it. <laughs> I fucking loved those books. They were scary. I, they the, were. I remember reading doll ones that were really creepy. I don't remember the name of the doll, but he freaked me out. If it's a doll, yeah. then yeah, that's creepy. That's enough. <laughs> Yeah, back to you. Cool. So this one's called The Hook. Hmm. The reports had been on the radio all day, though she hadn't paid much attention to them. Some crazy man had escaped from the state asylum. They were calling him The Hook Man since he had lost his right arm and had it replaced with the hook. He was a killer, and everyone in the region was warned to keep watch and report anything suspicious. But this didn't interest her. She was more worried about what to wear on her date. (laughs) After several consultation calls with her friends, she chose a blue outfit in the very latest style and was ready and waiting on the porch when her boyfriend came to pick her up in his car. They went to a drive-in movie with another couple, and then dropped them off and went parking at the local lover's lane. The blue outfit was a hit, 
and she cuddled close to her boyfriend as they kissed to the sound of romantic music. <laughs> <laughs> so cheesy. Such a cliche so far. <laughs> then the announcer on the radio repeated the warning she had heard that afternoon. An insane killer with the hook in the place of his right hand was on the loose in the area. Suddenly, the dark, moonless night didn't seem so romantic to her. The lover's lane was secluded and off the beaten track. A perfect spot for a deranged man-man to lurk, she thought, pushing her, her boyfriend away. Maybe we should get out of here, she said. That hook man sounds dangerous. Oh, come I... on, babe. It's nothing. Stop. <laughs> the boy. Typical. Sorry, I switch up the voice. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah, he was like, "Come on, babe. It's nothing." Her boyfriend said, trying to get in another kiss. Oh, okay. Thirsty boy. I know. <laughs> she pushed him away again. No, really. We're all alone out here. I'm scared. She said. They argued for a moment, then the car shook a bit as if something or someone had touched it. <sighs> she gave a shriek and said, get us out of here now. Jeez, her boyfriend said in disgust. But he turned the key and went rowing out of the lover's lane with the screeching of his tires. They drove home in a stony silence and when... They pulled into her driveway. He refused to help her out of the car. He was oh being <laughs> bitter. I know. He was being so unreasonable, she fumed to herself. She opened the door and stepped into her driveway with her chin up and her lips set. Just, you know, mad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling around, she slammed the door as hard as she could. And then she screamed. Her boyfriend left out of the car and caught her in his, in his arms. What is it? What's wrong? He shouted. Then he saw it. A bloody hook hung from the handle of the passenger side door. <sighs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Why was it bloody? Do you think he like killed someone before? <gasps> no, or maybe because it was attached to him and like ripped off. Ew, oh my god or he killed someone i i thought it was gonna wait okay so what i thought was gonna happen is now stupid in hindsight i think we're like she turned around and there he was on top of the car he'd been holding on the whole time <laughs> yo that'd be funny <laughs> and then uh, as you told me that i was like yours was a little scarier than my idea <laughs> oh my god i feel like I there's like an episode of Supernatural just like that, but of course it's like a demon or something. Okay, there's an episode of everything like that. Let's be real. True <laughs> or a movie? Yes, it reminded me of the Zodiac Killer. As sad as that is, because that was real. Because mm -hmm. they were all going to lovers' lanes and stuff, and I was like, mm -hmm. God, I wonder how many of them were like sketched out, and is the boyfriends were thing? like, what lovers' lanes? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm more of a McDonald's parking lot kind of girl. <laughs> I'm not going to get murdered. I was like, I'll just go in a normal parking lot. That's fine. <laughs> true. true. I, that was, yeah. That was me too. Yeah. Because I watched way too many scary shit. I was like, I'm not going to go to like the middle of nowhere to make out with someone. We'll do it in front of I McDonald's mean, like adults. It was more like <laughs> dark and secluded. 
It was a McDonald's. Oh, a different parking lot? Yeah, different parking lot. I mean, I went to many parking lots, if we're being honest. <laughs> <laughs> but it was always parking lots. It was never like creepy lovers lanes with yeah, hooked true, people. True. <laughs> or just like a random dark street. That's scary to me. Like, Really? Yeah. Because that's like I think exactly... we only did that like once. That's where the hook killers are. You know that, right? <laughs> no, that's where the hookup is. <laughs> the hookup. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. My next one is extremely short, but this is the one that I've heard when I was a kid, and I still think about it. <laughs> I said 12. I bet I was actually nine. I think I was in the fourth grade. Well, let's do this. So this story is called The Dog's Lick. And it does not say who it's by. A young girl is left home alone with only her dog to protect her. When night approaches, she locks all the doors and tries to lock all the windows, but one won't close. She decides to leave unlocked and goes to bed. Her dog takes its customary place under her bed. In the deep of night, she awakens to a dripping sound coming from the bathroom. The girl is too scared to go check, so she reaches her hand under the bed. She feels a reassuring lick from her dog and falls back to sleep. She reawakens to the dripping sound, reaches her hand down to the dog, where she again feels a reassuring lick and falls back to sleep. Once more, she awakens to the dripping sound. She reaches her hand down and feels the lick of her dog. Now curious about the dripping sound, she gets up and slowly walks towards the bathroom, the dripping sound getting louder as she approaches. She reaches the bathroom and turns on the light. She is greeted by a horrific sight. Hanging from the shower nozzle is her dog, with its throat slit open and its blood dripping into the bathtub. Something on the mirror catches her eye and she turns around. Written on the bathroom mirror in her dog's blood are the words, humans can lick too. Have you, ever, have you ever heard that? No. Okay, I... <laughs> bro, I fucking remember this shit so well. I, like, actually... Whenever we said we we're going to campfire, I googled creepy story humans can lick too. Because I was like, what is that? <laughs> oh my god. No, it stuck with me forever. Because I was like, no way. <laughs> Whatever That's was the case. Scary. Yeah. Um, that was a really short one. But it's so interesting how... Okay, so you haven't heard this, but I've like read about like creepy stories that like kids know but no one knows like the origin of it you know but like it weirdly finds its way around everywhere and it's like so creepy just like stuff like that i'm like how did we hear this story how did the person who hear heard it hear it it's just i don't know it kind of trips me out that's sketch yeah but uh yeah that was a baby one so back to mm. you all right so this one's called 50 cent piece Whenever you texted me the name of this, I thought you meant you were going to read a piece by 50 Cent. <laughs> I was rereading it so many times. I was like, what? 50 Cent's actually a uh, horror fiction writer. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know. You didn't, you didn't know. <laughs> um, then. There is a story told in Troy and Albany about a couple returning home from a trip to New England. They were driving home in a carriage and were somewhere near Spiegeltown when the light failed and they knew they would have to seek shelter for the night. So I thought this was current until you said they were riding in the carriage and I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> got him. Yeah, definitely not current. 
<laughs> Way back when. Yeah. The husbands spied a light through the trees and turned their horse into a small lane leading up the hill. A pleasant little house stood at the crest, and an old man and his wife met the couple at the door. They were in night clothes and were obviously about to turn in, but they welcomed the travelers and offered them a room. The old woman bustled about making tea and offering freshly baked cakes. Then the travelers were shown to their room. The husband wanted to pay the old couple for their lodgings, but the old lady shook her head and the old man refused any payment for such a small service to their fellow New Yorkers. The travelers awoke early and tiptoed out of the house, leaving a shiny 50-cent coin in the center of the kitchen table where the old couple could not miss it. The husband hitched the horse, hitched up the horse, and they went a few miles before they broke their fast at a little restaurant in Spiegeltown. The husband mentioned the nice old couple to the owner of the restaurant, and the man turned pale. Where did you say that house was? he asked. The husband described the location in detail. You must be mistaken, said the owner. That house was destroyed three years ago by a fire that killed the Brown family. I don't believe it, the husband said flatly. Mr. and Mrs. Brown were alive and well last night. After debating for a few more minutes, the couple and the restaurant owner drove the carriage back out of town towards the old Brown place. They turned into the lane, which was overgrown with weeds, and climbed the hill to the crest. There they found a burned-out shell of a house that had obviously not sheltered anyone for a long time. I must have missed the track, said the husband. And then his wife gave a terrified scream and fainted into his arms. As he caught her, the husband looked into the ruin and saw a burnt table with a shiny 50-cent piece lying in the center. What the fuck? <laughs> Okay, you know, one thing that I do wonder for the story, if this house was burnt out and they were staying with ghosts, do you think that they were just staying in a burnt-ass house and didn't even notice? Like, if someone maybe. walked by that night, would they see? Or maybe, at like, at, at night the house comes alive? Maybe, I don't know. I, I'm probably getting too into this theoretical. I, but... I feel like it could have been that, like, where they just, like... Because I've heard that ghosts have that power to, like... Make, make it everything appear. Yeah. yeah. So even if people were passing, it wouldn't look like they were just sleeping in a burnt shell of a house, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or maybe it was like a night of the full moon or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it be? I do. <laughs> Unfortunately, I do. Uh, my next one is also a tiny, tiny story. Even, or just as tiny, I should say. Um, I will share the source after I read it. But it's called Keyhole. Okay. A man went to a hotel and walked up to the front desk to check in. The woman at the desk gave him his key and told him that on his way to his room, there was a door with no number that was locked and no one was let in there. Especially no one should look inside the room under any circumstances. So he followed the instructions of the woman at the front desk, going straight to his room and going to bed. The next night, his curiosity would not leave him alone about the room with no number on the door. He walked around the hall to the door and tried the handle. Sure enough, it was locked. He bent down and looked through the wide keyhole, 
cold air passed through it, chilling his eye. What he saw was a hotel bedroom, like his, and in the corner was a woman whose skin was completely white. She was leaning her head against the wall, facing away from the door. He stared in confusion for a while. He almost knocked on the door, out of curiosity, but decided not to. He crept away from the door and walked back to his room. The next day, he returned to the door and looked for the keyhole. This time, all he saw was red. He couldn't make anything out besides a distinct red color. Perhaps the inhabitants of the room knew he was spying the night before and had blocked the keyhole with something red. At this point, he decided to consult the woman at the front desk for more information. She sighed and said, Did you look through the keyhole? The man told her that he had, and she said, Well, I might as well tell you the story. A long time ago, a man murdered his wife in that room, and her ghost haunts it. But these people were not ordinary. They were white all over, except for their eyes, which were red. It, what the fuck? it gave me it gave me chills whenever I imagined her eye staring through the keyhole back at him because that was the red he saw. <laughs> That's scary. And now I'll tell you the source. It was from Scary for Kids, but it creeped me out, so I shoot it anyway. <laughs> I thought it was creepy. <laughs> yeah, that I'm, is pretty creepy. Yeah, I feel I like I've heard that kids. one. Have you really? I never I have. Think I, I have. I had no idea where it was going. I was like red and I was like, what, like the room's red, like blood or something? And then she <laughs> said her eyes and I was like, huh. <laughs> he was literally like staring back at him. He was so creepy. Nasty. <laughs> All right. So this one's called You Can't Get Out. Pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> One dark, windy night, the town drunk was meandering his way home after the bar closed. Somehow, he got turned around and ended up walking through the churchyard instead of taking the road home. The wind picked up, and he thought he could hear a voice calling his name. Suddenly, the ground opened up in front of him, and he fell down, down into an open grave. He heard the voice clearer now, calling to him. He knew it was the devil coming for him, just like the preacher said, on account of him being the town drunk. The hole was very deep, and inside it, it was pitch black. His eyes adjusted to the darkness after a few moments, and he made out a form sitting in the darkness with him. It called his name, and he scrambled away in fear, trying to climb out of that terrible grave. Then the figure spoke. You can't get out, it said. The drunk gave a shout of pure terror and leapt straight up more than six feet. He caught the edge of the hole in his hands, scrambled out, and ran home as fast as he could go. Inside the open grave, his neighbor, Charlie, sighed in resignation. He'd fallen into the hole a few moments before his friend and had thought that together they might help each other climb out. Now he was going to have to wait until morning and get the mortician to bring him a ladder. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like spooky but funny. I wasn't, okay, I was like, oh, his neighbor's like the devil or something. <laughs> so stupid. Got him. It's That's a little twist. Funny. Oh my God. You got the funny. You got the wholesome. We're going all around here, everyone. <laughs> yes. Uh, mine is also short and a little funny, I think. This is um, the this is the other one from the scary stories to tell in the dark. And this one I remember from when I was a kid as well that I always liked. 
So it's called The Bad News. Leon and Todd loved baseball. When they were young, they had played on the town's baseball team. Leon had been the pitcher and Todd had played second base. Now that they were a lot older, they spent their free time watching baseball games on TV and talking about baseball. You think they play baseball in heaven? Leon asked Todd one day. That's a good question, said Todd. The one who gets there first should let the other one know somehow. As it turned out, Todd got to heaven first and Leon waited patiently to hear from him. One day, Leon found Todd sitting in his living room waiting for him. Leon was very excited to see him. Well, what's it like up there, he asked, and what about baseball? When it comes to baseball, said Todd, I have some good news and I have some bad news. The good news is that we do play baseball in heaven. We have some fine teams. I play second base on my team just like I used to in the old days. That's the good news. What's the bad news, asked Leon. The bad news, said Todd, is that you're scheduled to pitch tomorrow. But oh. see it's short and i think it's funny but dark (laughs) i've always remembered that one yeah i love that story i think about (laughs) that one all the time too (laughs) but you didn't see that coming did you i didn't i (laughs) did not did you have any more stories arlo Okay, well, I have one more for you all. <laughs> so, this is going to be called The Smiling Man. Oh, and I read that one. That one's creepy. Did bro. you really? Okay, well, we'll share it for everyone else then. Uh, <laughs> this is credited to Blue underscore title. About five years ago, I lived downtown in a major city in the U.S., I've always been a night person, so I'd often find myself bored after my roommate, who was decidedly not a night person, went to sleep. To pass the time, I used to go for long walks and spend the time thinking. I spent four years like that, walking alone at night and never once had a reason to feel afraid. I always used to joke with my roommate that even the drug dealers in the city were polite, but all of that changed in just a few minutes of one evening. It was a Wednesday, somewhere between 1 and 2 in the morning, and I was walking near a police-patrolled park quite a ways away from my apartment. It was a quiet night, even for a weeknight, with very little traffic and almost no one on foot. The park, as it was most nights, was completely empty. I turned on a short side street in order to loop back to my apartment when I first noticed him. At the far end of the street, on my side, was the silhouette of a man, dancing. It was a strange dance, similar to a waltz, but he finished the box with an odd forward stride. I guess you could say he was dance walking, headed straight for me. Deciding he was probably drunk, I stepped as close as I could to the road to give him the majority of the sidewalk to pass me by. The closer he got, the more I realized how gracefully he was moving. He was very tall and lanky and wearing an old suit. He danced closer still until I could make out his face. His eyes were open wide and wild, head tilted back slightly, looking off at the sky. His mouth was formed in a painfully wide cartoon of a smile. Between the eyes and the smile, I decided to cross the street before he danced any closer. I took my eyes off of him to cross the empty street. As I reached the other side, I glanced back and then stopped dead in my tracks. He had stopped dancing and was standing with one foot in the street, perfectly parallel to me. He was facing me, but still looking skyward, smile still wide on his lips. I was completely and utterly unnerved by this. I started walking again, but kept my eyes on the man. He didn't move. Once I had put about half a block between us, I turned away from him for a moment to watch the sidewalk in front of me. The street and sidewalk ahead of me were completely empty. 
Still a nerd, I looked back to where he had been standing to find him gone. For the briefest of moments, I felt relieved until I noticed him. He had crossed the street and was now slightly crouched over. I couldn't tell for sure due to the distance and the shadows, but I was certain he was facing me. I had looked away from him for no more than 10 seconds, so it was clear that he had moved fast. I was so shocked that I stood there for some time staring at him, and then he started moving towards me again. He took giant, exaggerated, tiptoed steps, as if he were a cartoon character sneaking up on someone, except he was moving very, very quickly. I'd like to say at this point I ran away or pulled out my pepper spray or my cell phone or anything at all, but I didn't. I just stood there, completely frozen, as a smiling man crept towards me. And then he stopped again, about a car length away from me, still smiling his smile, still looking to the sky. When I finally found my voice, I blurted out the first thing that came to mind. What I meant to ask was, what do you want, in an angry commanding voice. What came out was a whimper. What? Regardless of whether or not humans can smell fear, they can certainly hear it. I heard it in my own voice, and that only made me more afraid. But he didn't react to it at all. He just stood there, smiling. And then, after what felt like forever, he turned around very slowly and started dance walking away. Just like that. Not wanting to turn my back to him again, I just watched him go until he was far enough away to almost be out of sight. And then I realized something. He wasn't moving away anymore, nor was he dancing. I watched in horror as the distant shape of him grew larger and larger. He was coming back my way, and this time he was running. I ran too. I ran until I was off the side road and back onto a better lit road with sparse traffic. Looking behind me then, he was nowhere to be found. The rest of the way home, I kept glancing over my shoulder, always expecting to see his stupid smile, but he was never there. I lived in that safe for six months after that night, and I never went out for another walk. There was something about his face that always haunted me. He didn't look drunk. He didn't look high. He looked completely and utterly insane, and that's a very, very scary thing to see. Yeah, that's it. Sheesh. Mm -hmm. Just the way that they describe him walking and running, I was like, ah! <laughs> yeah. <that's crazy. laughs> For sure. Yeah, but that was the last of my story. Z. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Z. Z. Yeah. It was a lot of stories. Uh, do you have anything else to add, Arlo? Um, no. Okay. Well, if anyone would like to send us your own scary stories, fake or real, you can at thespookyshit.pod at gmail.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are spookyshit underscore pod, and our website is spookyshit-pod.com. Thank you, as always, for listening. Uh, Arlo will not be here next week, but you guys won't even know because we'll schedule the episodes out. So <laughs> there will be nothing missing. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you all later. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.